We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends Musical Scrums, a rugby league podcast that this week is dancing to the dangerous dolphins. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T Views on my own and I'm recording these views on the cloud table in one of Rugby League's heartlands that is Odin's office. He's new and everyone's new best friend. Now, just, I think I have to cut that out. You're not everyone's new best friend, you're the old best friend. Yeah, I'm old news now, mate. <laughs> Uh, no, it's good to be back. Um, weekend of footy, and what footy it was. It was fucking great. Mm. I felt like that was... The uh, closest round of footy. Maybe. In most, yeah, for most games. I just felt like... Closest game of sport, maybe in any sporting code in the history of the galaxy. Like, I'll, I'm happy to throw it up there. Let's do it. Fucking hell. Uh, and and uh, you get to watch it at home? What, what are we doing this weekend? Yeah, every game I watch at home. I can't can't handle the pub in the heat. Yep. Um, I'm not drinking at the moment. So for me, um, yeah, home home is where the heart is. That's an expensive bunch of lemonades. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a bit of a nuffy going up and just getting water after water after <laughs> yeah. water. It's doing the, going to the toilet just as many times. But yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, but yeah, mate, it was uh, it was great watching the game. My little daughter is just starting um, to notice the footy and sort of feed off my excitement so baby mm. bunny when i start go rabbit oh go she puts her hands up and she claps and she stomps around <laughs> so that's just a, a new little piece for me which is just added to the magic of yeah. rugby league so yeah really enjoyed it my little mate two weeks ago i started to, to ramp up the uh, rugby league chat in our house again and anyone who knows me has followed my story knows that i've like written children's books around trying to indoctrinate this kid into trying to be a tigers fan and the other day we're reading one of those books and uh he goes uh, yeah, but I don't think I'm going to be a Tigers fan anymore. Like, just so nonchalantly, had no idea that Blase. that was actually killing me. And I was like, oh, yeah, talk me through that. And he went, yeah, I think I'm going to go for the Storms. Mm. I was like, oh, but we're, that's not who we go for. We go for the Tigers. He's like, yeah, but I really like Storms. Like, as a general, like, he, he likes, fucking likes Storms. I was like, oh, how the, did that the mascot, phenomena. the one mascot that everyone's been giving shit about for the last 20 years. Yeah, it's actually struck It's home. actually really <laughs> lightning close to and lightning. I was like, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, I then had to explain to him, I was like, look, but we come from Balmain, mate. Like, that's, Tigers are from here. You can go for the storm if you want. I, I, don't, I don't think it's a good idea because you're never going to be able to see them. We'd have to go all the way to Melbourne. Melbourne's a long way away. And he was like, what? What's going on here? I was like, well, we're from Balmain. That's why we're everywhere you, you go, there are Tigers here. The Tigers come from here. When we go to Leichhardt Oval, the Tigers are playing different teams. It's always the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you want to see, you want to go to the storm, you're going to have to move to Melbourne. <laughs> this poor four-year-old's gone oh yeah and I went and that's a plane right away so I don't know unless, and he was like and mummy daddy aren't coming yeah well I said well I'm not leaving yet and he said uh, and he went okay then he said well I'll go for the Tigers but if our if our apartment gets too small or broken maybe we'll find a house in Melbourne I was like you're, you're got a deal there this, we go. if we have a move house mate I'll think about Melbourne wow what a thinker far out anyway so just shows dodge you that kid, bullet, yeah. bullet kids can pick up like from anywhere like it can yep. be a, you know a godfather or an uncle or someone mm. just like taking into a throwaway game yep. or i remember we went to a tigers game at the end of last year um the we played the raiders raiders yes that's right the tigers raiders game and uh 
my godson was there and he wanted a Tigers piece of memorabilia and got a scarf and now his dad who played lower grades at the Roosters and yeah. like died in the Wool Roosters fan his son is now a Tigers fan yeah. just because he went to one game Accidentally. And, he's got, and he's got a scarf He's like his dad was like oh yeah I'll get you a scarf whatever yeah, yeah, now yeah. this kid loves the Tigers yeah. and he's just like what have I done yeah that's amazing just one tiny experience like he obviously had a great time yeah. at the footy and he's just got that memory and fuck and I hope it happens for my old mate he's got so much crap Flags, probably too much crap. That's probably the problem I've got is it all looks normal to him now. Yeah, a bit of oversaturation. Yeah, fuck, I didn't think that through. But the uh, other thing that happened was, I remember that story because I, I went to the Tigers game, a guy there was telling me his son goes to the Broncos. And I was like, oh, you from Brisbane? How'd that happen? He's like, no, no, he used to just buy him footy cards. And then after playing with those on the floor for the longest time, he's just like, the horse is the coolest thing. I now go for the horse. And his dad was like, oh, <laughs> how's the, how could I have avoided this better than... Anyway, yeah. just, but as you said, like sometimes a kid just goes, bang, that's the cool image. And that's it. That's... Uh... That's all she wrote. Happened with me with the Bears. It's only because I was in Balmain and just everything was Tigers all the time that for a period of time I was I went for the Tigers and the Bears. It was more like I knew I was a Tiger who also went for the Bears. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause I, yeah just because the Bears emblem was so sick and they weren't shit. Um, Great colour scheme. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Um, now, I'd love to say a big hi to the normal regulars, but I thought I'd give them a break. Maybe they don't listen anymore. Maybe they listened last year and it's a bit embarrassing for them and for us to just name and fame them even when they're not actually listening yeah, anymore. So, maybe if they're listening and they want a shout yeah, out, they can reach out. Well, anyone can. And also I started to realise that you know, maybe everyone thinks they're the only ones who get a shout out. So if you listen to the podcast, just let me know through a DM or a text message or however you know me. And I'd love to put you at the top and give you an, an old rugby league hi and a hello at the beginning and, and thanks. Uh, so do that now-ish. You're listening? Yeah, pause it and give me a shout. I listen. Anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Paramatasala vs. Camburgers. It's the first game of the year, so we've got to explain our nicknames. Paramatasala is the big uh, subcontinent festival in Parramatta. It's called Paramatasala. It's one of the best words in Australia, and so Paramatasala is the name for the eels. And Camburglers, because I think the, the hamburger from McDonald's is purple and red, black and a bit dastardly. Obviously, Cam... Isn't that Grimace? He's purple. No, but isn't Cam... Oh, is, it, is the Hamburglar he, he's also... He's in black and white, isn't oh, he? Oh, is he just in jail clothes? We're going to have to work on this. Mm. Okay, well, it's never the colours. It was about Cam <laughs> Smith stealing stuff and then later Cam oh, Murray. Yeah. But also Cam... Um, money. The money man. And he can also rake a ball really well, so it's actually that tied up sense. quite nicely. Yeah, perfect. We're back. <laughs> yeah, lucky. Uh, anyway, so there, that's, that's the storm. Uh, let's first talk about Queensland, your homie, your Queensland homie, Seamaster, because he was so good in this. That dummy where he passes it, literally passes it, lets go of the ball, floats in the air while he yeah. spins around. Even Nelson, whoever was supposed to get it, wasn't sure where the ball was anymore. Yeah, that was epic. That's something that, you know, you'll tell your kids about. Uh, well, you probably won't because yeah. you don't want to reinforce that storm <laughs> <When> action. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's a magician, money man the magician. Um, right. Reminded me of a, a rugby union pass back in the day by the Irish star Brian O'Driscoll. Oh, yeah. I didn't um, know that name. I think he was an inside centre. And he cut someone out to himself. Like, he lobbed it over the player, the next player out from him, and then ran around behind that guy Amazing. and caught it. It was so good. So, a little bit little bit of that. A little bit of... Like, any time the ball leaves your hands and you regather on purpose, yeah. it's pretty special. I so, agree. Yeah, no, that was, um, that was magical. And considering what happened to that guy in that game... He's a beast. Let's talk about it. He gets a compound dislocation. dislocation. Compound means like it's sticking out, out of like skin. moving it. Yeah. And it's dislocated. So like, the thing, it even... that's what boggled my mind. Because a fracture, you can imagine a broken bone's quite sharp and it could pierce the skin. How does just the end of a bone, which looks like a little knobby thing, <laughs> pierce the skin? Yeah. 
you know, that uh, must have been agonizing. Yeah. And you saw him get up after that tackle and he had to make another one. Yeah. <laughs> and you just and like, he did. Oh. Yeah, he yeah. did. He was in there. He was effective. And I, I'm just like there <laughs> weighing in my seat yeah. at the thought of dealing with something like that. And Brandy, to, to all of his credit, in the halftime, was like, oh, it's a compound. He thought it was a compound fracture, yeah. a compound, whatever. He's like, he's not coming back. It'll be weeks. Yep. And then once, once we come back from the telecast, they're like, there's chat of him coming back for the second half. And I was like, that's not happening. You got it wrong, Lara. Whoever's on the yeah. sideline, you missed, you missed what they said. And there he was. And he's so important. Even with that injury or whatever, he's... Um, and it's not like Melbourne's a one-trick pony and they needed him to win, but he's so good that he just changes every team he's on. And yeah. I felt so... I tipped Melbourne and, and, I, and was kind of really going for the, um, the legacy of like another win in the round one. Yeah, so I kind cool. of was on them for that reason. Eels were better though. I thought. Uh, yeah, I tip the Eels. No better team. Yeah. So Harry Grant magic right at the end. Well, the at NRL said Storm starting the season with a thriller, and that's exactly what it was. Actually, did I? I didn't do the sorry at the NRL Royce tweeted a brilliant piece of candy selling from Munster there, which was a great tweet and a, and a great thing. Anyway, anyway, so the a thriller, and that's exactly what it was like that because the Eels were the better team. It was incredible that Melbourne was still not incredible because it's kind of normal for them, but. The game just looked like the Eels were eventually yeah, going to win. Yeah, it was a remarkable game. And I think everyone was having that same idea of like, oh, here we go. Like, you start the season on such a high. And I have to say, the, the whole weekend was mm. pretty... Kept that up pretty much. Um, yeah, thriller. Couldn't say it better. And we've got all these hookers in the game who are good, but most of them aren't 80-minute hookers. That guy not only is an 85-minute is an hooker... He's the best. And he, pl- and he has a game-winning play in hit, like positional play as well, not like, oh, he just happened to have the ball. He dummies the, the field goal and then finds all these people asleep to score. Yeah, Jermaine Hopgood, who tackled himself to a standstill, like, you know, a couple of lazy markers and, yeah, spotted it, went. And he had a lot of work to do. Yeah, didn't double movement it. Could have yeah. easily done that. Oh, it's, yeah, he's the best. Score? Um, the score in that game was... 17-16, I don't know. No, no, I think they won by like four or six in the end. Uh, let me just get it well, up. Yeah, because he scores a point and then they convert. Yeah, you must that, be right. Because look, everyone was looking for the... Because I remember they passed back to um, to Money Man for a field goal and yeah. he like bobbled it and didn't get his kick away and he just yeah. said, no, nah, that's me done. He didn't want it again. 16-22 um, then or...? Oh, we're getting closer, I think. 16-12. <laughs> oh, 16 was in there, I get yeah. half a point. The clap versus fans, the clap, uh, the Raiders, because they do that clap, and also it's really boring in Canberra, so I think everyone sleeps with each other and probably get STDs. And feet fan, because rabid toes, rabid toes, something gross about feet there, feet fans. Uh, let's start with Lachlan Elias, who, by the way, everyone kind of thought he was going to be good, Sorry, and there's a lot of potential. The, the clap, what, the, we versus the Sharks, mate. Do we have a name for the oh, Sharks? Oh, yeah, my bad. Uh, no, the Sharks, yeah, what do we call the Sharks? Old Gill, because Old they're... Gil. Because of the guy, old Gil from the Simpsons, he's a bit, he's a bit <laughs> weird and whatever. And uh, they're old and have chikes over Gil. Um, thanks for correcting that before I did the whole thing about them. The Lachlan Elias, though. Yeah. So it had heaps of potential, was supposed to be really good. Turns out he is really good. At J Bibbles Footy 224. Every time I see him, he's improving out of sight. I said the other day, he's the best offensive half, and I stand by that. That's Andrew Johns in September, speaking about Lachlan Elias. He's only better now. I think Andrew John's been listening to the podcast because I'm pretty sure I've been saying that since uh, since August. Um, but yeah, mate, his D is epic. And I think the signs are there, like last year. And it might be being a Bunnies fan, I watched him really closely, but I've always sort of had faith in him. 
Um, at, you know, when they first got rid of Reynolds, I was blowing up, wanted to, you know, march down to Redfern and, you know, protest. But um, once I saw what he could do, um, not overplaying his hand, but having magic moments, always competing, a uh, bit of a rock in defence, I thought he's exactly what we need. You know, we don't need a, a Nathan Cleary to dominate a team because he's got people who dominate all around. Yeah, him. yeah. Um, and yeah, he changed the game with his with his defence and his attack. Can I talk about the one at Notions eighty one? It says, "Ha ha 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 ha!" Ronaldo's smiling and dropping it. Score before you celebrate. That's the one Elias tackles him to, to bobble that out. Am I yeah. remembering that right? Yeah, yeah. And then and he then goes the down the other way. end. Yeah, oh, epic, God. epic. Yeah. Couple yeah. of minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ronaldo Montalo in my fantasy team. So that was a bit of sweet blow. But one of the <laughs> biggest shit stirrers in the game and, the, and one of the yeah. nicest shit stirrers everyone loves him off the field but on the field he uses yeah. all of that social capital left and yeah. spends it all on being an arsehole yep. and so to see him also celebrating smiling like that doing the big leap and then losing it yeah. it was delicious oh 100% yeah and it was the camera was right, yeah, right in on his him. face it was perfect <laughs> so he's going over I think he knew where the camera was he gave it a big shit eating grin yeah. and then hit the deck and was just fucking crumbled it but the crazy. first four times the ball went over the line yeah. Someone dropped it. I think you Just had a guy. Around. Yeah, uh, Keon Colombo. Yeah, dropped, dropped it. it and then scored a great one later. Yeah, yeah. It was um, it was a funny game. You I had think. an you had a an excellent play where um, yeah, Senna Murray takes a great line, running around, running, gives it to a winger. The winger's the slowest guy since Adam Reynolds and, and the Rabbits. Yeah. And then someone chases him down. And he loses the ball just before. Maybe actually Ronaldo. Uh, he I think chases yeah. him down and and stops to try himself. That that whole twenty minutes coming off the back of that. Storm game, I was like, fuck, yes. Yeah, we're back. Oh, fuck, it's Just so good. contests, left, right and centre. And they were a bit niggly. I didn't realise how many of those players all seemed to like each other. It had a real, like, um, we're cousins, but now we're playing each other, so I'm going to be an extra yeah, niggly with you for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel that too, or am I just... Um, oh, I think maybe it was just a bit of pre-season right. um, sort of shit in the game that people just wanted to get out, a lot of emotion. Um, losing to Tola early and Jai Arrow as well, I think like Souths have to probably put themselves in that sort of mindset of like us versus them, yep. you know, more so than ever before to to get through it. A um, couple of big hits in the game, um, that massive one by Wade Graham, which just looked incredible. Mm. Um, obviously, he's going to be in a bit of trouble leaving his feet and hitting yeah. him high, yep. but. Um, Love Wade Graham, but um, Davy Mowali, you could see him smiling on the ground after he copped it. He knew he'd, he'd eaten a shot, but he wasn't wasn't too shook up, which was good. So, mm. you know, back in the day, that would have been just play on and yeah. both players were fine. Um, so hopefully Wade doesn't get too long out of the game. So I have a feeling this might be his last season. Um, now, speaking of incredible moments and shit talking, I need to direct us to our inevitable chat about the rising tide. Um, I don't ever want to see a game where... The Chell Mitt doesn't turn to the crowd and tell him to be quiet. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or yeah, fire yeah. him up with a kick. Yeah, because he hits these absolute like really challenging kicks, or even just moderately challenging. And he's copying him from the crowd. He's getting the old lolly legs like everyone should. Mm. But most of the most of the places pick up the tea, give it to the person, and keep their head down, stay focused. Down. Whereas he involved, he gets involved in the theatre of the whole thing, and I fucking eat that up. Yeah, and those that crowd like as if they're not going to talk about. Oh, Latrell was looking at us like you know we were giving it to him. Like that's a story for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then it's the people afterwards on Instagram or what, all the social media where people go, oh, no one wants to see this from Latrell every time you kick go and you're like, mate, if you're at the game, you would have been frothing on that. Whether yeah. you go for his team or the other team. Yeah. yeah. He's, Latrell um, Mitchell turns around and, and looks at you and then says something like, be quiet. Fuck, yeah. I would... You can't, you can't get so hard. Take it to your grave, yeah. yeah. I, um, mate, I was 
very happy with the, the South players there. Like, my notes that I took on that game, Campbell Graham, so bloody strong. Mm. Cam Murray, so bloody hot. <laughs> Trell, so bloody cool. <laughs> I was, um, yeah, mate, very happy with that. Good at, performance. And also, at I am underscore RB01 said, I love Latrell Mitchell and I love a disrespectful field goal, which is also, I mean, it probably wasn't as disrespectful as being a lot more points up, but it was still very, like, we don't want to keep defending, so we'll just punt another one. And he just looks so good doing it. It's so easy for him. Yeah. Oh, it's the way he hits the ball was beautiful. Um, but, yeah, good uh, good game, mate. A score? Very much enjoyed that one. Um, it was 27 to 18. And then the last game that we're going to look at, your Mighty West Tigers versus the Shitans. Had the pleasure of going to this game, so I'd like to thank my footy fairy godfather, Chris Gale, for, for getting me tickets uh, to that one. And incredible... Atmosphere, getting to that ground is always so great. Catching a bus, walking down Mary Street, everyone's there's sausage guys there, there's a thousand people almost Tigers things. I feel very isolated in my normal life, wearing all my Tigers crap all the time and don't really feel like there are any fans. But when we have a game at Leichhardt and there's 20,000 people walking through the suburb, I really feel like everyone's at home. So it was great to have that happen. Uh, we looked great, I think, for the first 20 minutes and then we um, looked like the Tigers of the last decade for the rest of it. At Wormin E. Fella said, the day started with promise. Oh, now, actually, I should just preface this. This isn't my particular view, but it certainly was the view echoed on my walk home, uh, walking past all the pubs. Easy and everyone's saying Yeah, and it just echoed, which I fucking love so much. That's the other thing I love about a Leichhardt game is it's about a 30-minute walk from the game back to my apartment, and I'm walking along Darling Street past the pubs, past everyone who's just walking home, and I walk past them, past the most people, and so I can just hear, like, just five or six sentences as I'm getting closer and as I walk past and it's almost the exact same thing or, <laughs> yeah. and the exact same thing for the last five years as well which I just yeah. fucking love and just everyone's so impassioned about it and so Sportlicks has um, summed up essentially what I was hearing the day started with promise then on cue the drop balls missed tackles poor kicks Appy is surely wondering what he's gotten himself into where are the folks that pretend to keep Brooks over Jacko Hastings Jacko um, Jacko wouldn't have tolerated this and then he also put some excellent photos of Leichhardt Oval. It's extremely photogenic. What did you think of the, um, of the Tigers in that game? Particularly their halves, which is what everyone seems yeah. to talk about. Um, look, it's tough. First game of the season. I wouldn't be reading into it too much. Um, I think Brooks has still got... I think he's, he still should have his spot. You need to give him more, more of a chance than he's been given by these fans. I like Jackson Hastings. Jacko wouldn't have tolerated this. He didn't tolerate it last year. It kept happening anyway. So yeah. it doesn't really matter what you tolerate or not. It's about mm. the whole team sort of pulling their socks up and getting their timing right and things like that. Um, I was confused as hell why Appy wasn't starting. And I read today that Sheen said, oh, he's a bit short of a run. But I don't know. I, I would have just... I can't believe you sign a guy, make him captain, and then start him on the bench. Felt like a funny one to me. It was pointed out that that's how Penrith played him. That he spent the first 20 minutes off. Same with New South Wales. He spent the first 20 minutes with a bash and dash, and then he comes in with a bit of deception at the end. He he didn't play for the last five or 10 minutes, though, which was actually what confused me. We put what's his name back on. To have a double hooker change in your, in your rotation I think seems if, a bit weird, but. I, yeah, I think if you're. Um, and I think if your secondary hooker is Jake Simpkin, you know, you put, I would only have him on for that first 20 minutes yeah, and just yeah. tackle your ass off. Yeah. Just pass the ball in front of whoever you're giving it to and that's all you do. Yeah. Um, like Mitch Kenny. Yeah. Basically, if you're going to have that two-hooker game, that's how I'd be running it yeah. at the Tigers. But Simpkin, I don't think offers it. Don't run unless there's no markers. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, 
Now, the, my favourite part of the whole entire game was uh, Joe O's... We're about 30 metres out. Joe's standing up and Foran comes into the third man in and then they get into some arm wrestle thing and then Foran's trying to punch him away. Joe must be trying to hold on to his jersey or something stupid. Joe comes out of it. We get a penalty. Joe comes out of it saying to Foran, like, what's he doing? You're third man in. You want to start throwing punches. You're yeah, a wuss or whatever he was saying. And then we get a penalty. And then the next play and the next attacking set, we slowly come right and Foran, we, we have Joe O as a lead runner and Foran runs out to put on a big shot on him. And we just throw it behind Joe O, hits Dewey and Dewey hits the hole, scores. And I just was eating that up so much because every other game we would have been the idiots getting give into a fight Joe. and fucking it up. Yeah, yeah. Or we give it to Joe and we don't read what's happening in the, in the game. But in this one, we were finally smart enough to go, he looks a little out of it. Yeah, and then and, and instead of being the big guy, no, I need to run him over, Joe O would have been like, you know, hit the guy behind me and I'll just pull up. Um, and it was the only time we scored a try, but it looked really good. And really, we looked really good for lot, when we had the ball for lots of the parts of the game. It was just shitty errors from centres at different stages or, or tired second rowers. Yeah, a and then shit defence on the edge. A little edge. bit of polish. Yeah, but, and, but our shit defence on the edge is what really what killed us over and over again. Because uh, the Titans didn't look great. I wouldn't be upset if, like, if I was a Titans fan. I would be like, great, it's good to get a win. But, uh, but it would have been against Worth the shit Tigers, so yeah. they wouldn't be too happy either. But I wasn't too... I didn't come out of it going like, fuck, the season's cooked. No, no way. Um, out, of the, um, out of the recruits, who did you like the look of? Who do well, you think brought the most? Well, I think probably he was overplaying his hand. I think he may have thought, shit, I've been brought here. We're down. I've got to make something happen. So he, he often ran himself out of space and then tried to throw a shit offload. Uh, but other than that, there were some really good signs with him and Luke running some better lines. Appy was great. I kept shouting about his, his deception where he's constantly standing up to go right and he always goes left. Just the, the way he places his feet and turns yeah, his body I'll and then just comes back at yeah, the last second. So I love that. Uh, probably a little... His speed on, on his passes was probably a touch slower than I thought it was going to be. But uh, So he was good. I thought Charlie Staines was fine. Um, really, there wasn't anyone that was like, fuck, what's going on? Except for maybe Devin off a limit. Clamour, actually, thanks for ringing him up. Yeah. His line speed drove everyone all day. Every time they played the ball, the first person up... Up and set was Clem, and he was dragging everyone up with him the whole time. He played the entire first half, and then a big stint in the second half. So yeah. he was incredible. He did really well. Yeah, he, he never gets to his stomach, which shits me off. He drag, he carries people, and then slowly falls, and then these play the balls are a bit slow. But other than that, uh, I'm happy to cop that for a shitload of runs and an incredible effort in defence. Yeah, I think um, it's it's going to be a big thing for you guys this year is line speed. Yeah, I think you got to like you said, your edge defence is a bit of a worry. So if you can get get up and shut things down before it gets out there yeah. or, or rush their, their play so yeah. that then you know, it's easier for you guys to make those, those reads out wide. I think that's going to be really important. And so. it was good on kick pressure as well. I think now that you've just reminded me about that, he was really good on kick pressure. He even got a charge there on one of them. Yes, Clem. Um, and we have some good young forwards and then some good old ones too, like Twall and stuff. He's not young or old, so he's in a good uh, Sweet position. Spot. Yeah. Yeah, where he's just directing people around. Anyway, hopefully that's, that's not the issue. The issue is definitely the second, is the centres and, and sometimes second rows. Um, at JJ underscore Jones W2 said, love how people write off entire season after one game. I'm sure this is going to be the post that comes out every year saying we won't win a game all year. Yeah, I definitely don't feel like it's that yet. And I feel like Sheens, Benji, Robbie, that'll all take time. To also, they have some ideas of what they want to happen and now they're actually in it and losing you know, and now they'll actually have an opportunity to do whatever they think they were supposed to do. So mm. hopefully, and, and I really feel confidently, I feel like the, it'll, it'll get better. Score? Uh, the score in that game was uh, 22 to 10. Yeah, not, not a, it should have been 24 
22 to 14. We missed two, two goals and that wouldn't have been anywhere near as bad, but still bad. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees. Nephews didn't get to see me because I was at the (coughs) Tiger game. So let's do the tipping together. And we'll do it super, super fast. Panthers, Rabbitohs, Rabbits. Uh, Oh, let's try and do it at the same time. Broncos, Cowboys. Cowboys. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong game. Broncos, Cowboys. Um, Broncos. Cowboys. Dolphins, Raiders. I'm going Dolphins. Fuck. Are you you just going in a random order here? Or Am I? You're skipping one oh, every shit. time. Oh Well, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at a weird thing. You're right. Okay, so eel sharks. Is that what you're looking at? Yeah, eel okay, sharks. 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 Eels. Oh, interesting. And then we did Broncos Cowboys. We split on yeah. that. Roosters Warriors. Roosters. Roosters. Okay. Dolphins Raiders. Dolphins. Raiders. I just did it to set you up. <laughs> oh, I think it's the Dolphins. Storm Bulldogs. I mean Storm, but I really want the Bulldogs to play well. All you the time. Want, yeah, you want to oh, see it happen, but it's a good team. Go for isn't the Storm it? there. Tigers, Knights. Tigers. Eat a dick. Oh, okay. Tigers good boy. and Ponger. And then uh, Dragons, Titans. Oh, Dragons, Titans. Ugly. Game of the round. There we go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go the Titans. Yeah, I'm going to go the Titans. I mean, they just won. So. And the Dragons coming off a bye. Coming this off a first, bye. This is their first, yeah. <laughs> Starting their season one week late. Um, you know, they got two points. They'll be happy with that, I guess. Wow! Wow, Mints. I mean, there's only. I mean, have, do you have a wowman other than the Dolphins wing? Um, no, not nothing that's as wow as that. I was. I tell you what wowed me: the Warriors goal line D. Oh yeah, okay. Ne- never have seen that. Oh, for, it's been a very long time since I've yeah. seen that in a Warriors team. Just like effort on effort, um, they came up really clutch against the Knights. Yeah. Uh, and in that game, um, I just saw like five Knights go down with what seemed to be like calf issues or calf oh, cramps. Shit. So I don't know whether they've been overtraining or. Um, haven't been, you know, getting their nutrition right or whatever, but I thought that was a, an odd little um, observation that I made. Sad wowment. Yeah, sadment. Um, Sad. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if anyone else noticed that and has any thoughts on it, please reach out to the pod. NRL Physio. At RL underscore guru, your boy, NRL guru, uh, or rugby league guru. So he said, he tweeted, for Wayne to do this in 1988 with the Broncos and then to do it in 2023 with the Dolphins, both against proper premiership heavyweights, Wayne Bennett is rugby league. Yeah. Now, obviously, everyone was fired up because the Dolphins won a game, but but the moment everyone stopped cheering that, everyone in my rugby league circle turned their attention to it being Wayne Bennett. How does Wayne Bennett done it? Wayne Bennett's done this again. Mm. The culture that he brings everywhere and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I want to believe that almost more than a Queenslander. I just love the idea that we're living in a time where this man can go to any locker room and make people better. Just Yeah, and just get them playing for each other and playing for him. I'd love to have a conversation with that guy. Yeah. He just—he would just be probably be pretty one-sided. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he'd give me much, but yeah, he's obviously got a special aura. Um, for them to do that against Chooks, who are probably premiership favourites, you'd say this year, um, and then the Broncos beat—I think Manly, who'd won the comp the year before. Mm. So like, yeah, like that, like you said, in that, like they're two of the biggest teams in their comp at the time and it's just it's basically heart and desire has trumped skill and talent mm. you know and experience and oh I guess there's no experience there's, together no, yeah, yeah, yeah I'd say yeah. but then like you know 30 years apart or however long it is yeah. like just remarkable yeah 
Um, you love to see it. Could, couldn't get South to win a comp, but <laughs> with, the, with the team we got, I don't know what's close. going on there. You yeah. also took the Knights within a Super game. Super close, and, but yeah. yeah, that's all right. JD will do it this year, I reckon. Yeah. Against the Tigers. <laughs> well, if you're big, you've got to play big. We found the way to another end of another ep for those legends to listen all the way through. Thanks, Odin. You are a pleasure to spend time with, sir. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Nailed it. Enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people on the social. Stick around for a song at the end by the Dangerous Dolphins. And we'll talk to you next time, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.